Now, we are joined by uh, two cross-country skiers. Only one of them is going to be talking in this little pocket profile episode. Phil Ballingham, how are you, Matt? Yeah, really good, thanks. Great to be here with you today. Oh, mate, it's great to have you on. Just tell us, whereabouts are you right now? Because obviously in the lead up to Beijing, you're on some kind of camp. Yeah, so we're in Davos in Switzerland. It's a fairly big, uh, I guess, mountain town um, in the Swiss Alps. Um, We're here because mainly it's at altitude and the Olympic Games are going to be held at altitude. So really good to get a training camp in um, at the same level as the Games. I'm sure we'll get more into that in the main episode, mate. But for now, pocket profile time. And you can see here, Phil, I've got a very, very special hat. It's it's very special in a couple of ways. Phil, have you got any guesses for me as to why this might be very, very special? Um, I think it's the hat that you were wearing at the 1998 um, <laughs> Boxing Day test on top of that mullet. <laughs> well, mate, that's <laughs> a good answer, but I, I wasn't alive in 1998, and these hats definitely weren't around in 1998, because firstly, uh, of course, it's a Where Do We Begin cap, which uh, you guys can get 10% off of, uh, with people listening, with your, you guys can get them for free, but the people listening uh, can get 10% off them uh, with their discount code for Patreon at wheredowebegin.com.au, but just as importantly as that, this hat... Phil, it holds the keys to this episode right here because this very special hat, it's got the pocket profile questions in it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw some pieces of paper out of the hat and those are going to be your questions throughout the whole episode. So I don't know what's coming. You don't know what's going to come. Uh, what's coming. It's going to be a surprise to all of us. Are you ready to go, Phil? Oh, yeah. Look out. I'm ready. <laughs> Look out. The mullet. <laughs> hey, it's, it's some hard-hitting stuff, so I hope you're very much on your toes, but... I'll get into the first one. I'll hit you with the first one, and it is this, Phil. So I've got a time machine for you. I'm giving you the time machine. The only rule is you can you can go wherever you want, but the only rule is you can only observe. You can't go changing anything in the past or the future. Where are you going with this time machine? Oh, wow. Um, maybe I'll just go back to, like, the 80s, pre-social media just a simpler time, maybe Bondi Beach, just check the waves and whatever else can be observed there on that beach. <laughs> <laughs> Puberty boy. The 80s was before your time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 90s boy. So. Yeah, 90s boy. So, yeah, check out the 80s. That's definitely fair enough. But the next question for you, Phil, is this piece of paper says what is your proudest non-sporting achievement oh proudest non-sporting achievement well eh? maybe just finishing school (laughs) 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 i was um i was pretty close to just dropping out and taking i guess following my sporting um goals but ended up getting through that continuing on with uni and stuff like that so could have been a very different life for me if I had have quit. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you reckon you'd be doing? Just just a hypothetical situation. What would you, what would you be doing if you did quit? Um, I'd probably be like a chippy, like a builder. So that's what I was looking at doing at the time. And um, I guess continuing on with school and then university allowed me to continue on with sport in the end. So it was a good call. 
Yeah, good on you, mate. Clearly going quite well because you're into Beijing in a few days for <laughs> the Olympics. So not bad <laughs> at all. Uh, <laughs> the next one for you is this. Have you got a guilty pleasure, Phil? Oh, guilty pleasure. Um, I love yogurt. I just eat like buckets and buckets of like flavoured yogurt when we're over here, specifically Mandarin flavoured yogurt. <laughs> That's probably my guilty pleasure. Has anyone Hard to ever... diet when you eat so much, as much yogurt yeah. as I do, but mm. I don't know. Better deal with that. <laughs> do you get people nicking your mandarin flavoured yogurt out of the fridge and you get a bit fired up at them? Yeah, I do, yeah. It's quite frustrating actually. Especially yeah. <clears throat> most of the team is doing that to me. Especially this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the pineapple. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you munching on some yogurt now, Sevi, or is that cereal? What what's going on there? Yeah, it's muesli with pineapple flavoured yogurt on top. So beautiful. Staying away from the mandarin. <laughs> Lovely. Breakfast of champions, mate. And oh, just for the listeners, that's uh, Steve Campo. We'll be talking with him in just a second. But, Phil, for you, the next one is this. Who is the person that you would most like to meet? Um, I'd say my sporting hero is Kelly Slater. I reckon he'd probably be the top of my list of someone I'd like to meet. Yeah. And what are you asking Kelly if you met him? <laughs> Ask him if we can go for a surf together. I reckon. Mm. Teach him a few things. Teach me a few things on the board. So you're big into your surfing. I'm guessing by the sounds of that. Um, yeah, I like to do a bit. Like I'm not amazing, but um, when I was at uni in Ballarat, we would quite often go down like Torquay Way at least once a week and do a bit of surfing down there. Started getting all right, so try and do as much as I can when I'm back in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, nice, mate. No doubt you'd be uh, smashing it. Maybe not quite Kelly Slater level, but I, I, I reckon you're a very, very good surfer yourself. The next question, though, for you is this. Um, aside, aside from skiing, of course, because that, that's your, your big thing, what is your favourite snow-based activity? Oh, I like to go backcountry skiing um, when I can, like just going away from like the lifts and – I guess the man-made trails and stuff and just um, using sort of like the heavier gear and just getting right out onto like the untracked snow and stuff like that and cutting a few runs um, wherever you find the best snow. That's probably the most enjoyable for me. It's good, mate. Is there a particular cracking place that you've done that? Oh, I like going up like Mount Bogong or in the main range up around Kosciuszko as well. It's pretty good. Um but yeah, I guess Mount Bogong would be my go-to just because it's so close to where I live in Mount Beauty. Yeah, yeah lovely. Love that, mate. Uh, we'll get into the last few now. I reckon we'll make this the uh, second last pocket profile question for you, Phil. And it is this. We were talking about guilty pleasures before, but what is your favourite food, Phil Bellingham? Oh, I probably have to say lasagna. Love a good lasagna, especially my mum's home-cooked specialties. That's, that's what I would go for. Have you had cooking it yourself? Um, yeah, I have. It hasn't turned out quite as well as I would have hoped, but, you know, I'm, I mean well. <laughs> <laughs> so you wait, you two are staying together a moment, so I'll ask Sevi this one. Has, has Phil got a signature dish that he whips up when you guys are in need of a dinner? Yeah, um, I can confidently say that if I choose Phil's, Phil's meal, yeah, I'd put a risotto um, 
He does a good risotto, yeah, with like white wine, um, mushrooms. I don't know what else you put in that, but it's it's pretty good. Cheese, Is that lots true, of Phil? cheese. Can you back that up? Chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, I, th- I thought I needed to learn the skill of cooking risotto, and actually looked up a recipe for one of the first times in my life. So I've figured that one out. It's not actually that hard, but yeah, everything else <laughs> is is pretty ordinary to be honest. <laughs> he basically ends up cooking risotto rice with any other like the, <laughs> if he makes the curry, the rice is just slop. <laughs> so it's good just to like keep him onto the risotto where that's that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Final one before we wrap it up. Get yeah. on to the man on your left, uh, Sevi, and it is this. Um, oh, okay. Uh, well, obviously you're on you're on the road at the moment. You're travelling, but when you're at home, what is the household item that you cannot live without? Oh, household item. Um, geez, that's a tough one. <laughs> Maybe um, my massage gun. <laughs> Just like because we're tra- training so hard and like you're quite often just fatigued and like legs are just aching. So like just have the massage gun work that over the, the legs for the recovery. Yeah. Oh, a massage gun it sounds a bit violent. Can you go into detail about what that actually is? Um, it's like this, um, it's sort of like it looks like a hairdryer, but it has this like, I guess, almost like a piston on the end, which like thumps into your leg or like whatever. Like vibrates. Yeah. It's like a vibrator. massages your leg for you, like automatic massage machine almost. Oh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So, and and you're holding it above your leg or? Yeah. Push it into your your leg muscle a bit or something. leg muscle and it kind of just. In slow-mo, it looks like your legs are like on a wave of like pulsation yeah. <laughs> yeah well there's no better way to end the pocket profile than talking about legs on a wave of pulsation I like that from your uh, Sevi so uh, we'll leave it there guys um, thanks for tuning in uh, thank you very much and Phil thank you for jumping on no worries great to be here